Welcome to the Voice of Many podcast show. This evening, I have the pleasure sharing the mic with a young lady who has overcome many obstacles in her life. I'm sure you will be touched and encouraged by her story. Joining the mic with us this evening is Miss Lewis. Good evening. Hi, Yolanda. Hi, Vanessa. And for your, and it's Shannon. Miss Lewis sounds very formal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, just goodness. call me Shannon. Just okay. call me Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shannon, thank you for joining us. Um, we have waited patiently and we're excited to have you with us. Um, if you will... Before you go into sharing your story, can you please just let our listeners know um, where you're located just a little bit, you know, before you go into your story for us, okay? Okay, well, currently I reside in Orlando, Florida. I've lived here, oh my God, so many years, since 1995. So, you know, I was born in Jamaica, but I I have lived um, most of my life in Orlando, Florida, and I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes. It's a great place to be. It is. It is. Just get used yes. to the humidity and, and take it from there. That's all you can do. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. Well, we asked you to come because we know that, like I said, you've been through so much in your life and mm-hmm. we wanted you to come forth and just share your story with us. And we'll let you start from the beginning, if you will. Wow, wow. Well, first of all, thank you both so much for extending the invitation to share here. I always consider it an honor when, whenever the Lord provides an opportunity for me to share any parts of my story, because I recognize now that the things that I have gone through were not so much for Shannon, but it was to learn the life lessons, develop my faith in the Lord, um, edify lives, inspire lives, and glorify God. That is the real summary of everything that I've gone through. And I believe that as believers, if we if we choose to take that perspective, we'll recognize that everything that we've gone through, nothing is wasted when we commit it to the Lord and have Him use it. And so here I am sharing different parts of my journey, um, and I am just grateful. So thank you both for having me. And to your listening audience as well, thanks for taking the time to listen. I could I could go back to the very beginning, but believe me when I tell you, ladies, I would not have all, we, we don't have all day, you know, <laughs> because I feel as though I've been on this journey ever since I was, I was um, abused at five years old and, and, and but I, I it wasn't, the, it wasn't the abuse and the molestation that, that affected me so much. It was the fact that, um, the culture in which I lived, somehow some the people found out about it and I was blamed as a child. Mm. And so at, at the young age of five or six, I was walking around with a baggage that no child should have walked around with. Stigma of shame and blame and, and guilt for something that wasn't even my fault. You know, so that, that was at the very beginning of the story. And then during my teenage years, I... I, I you know, had nobody to talk to about what had happened. So I carried this weight and this baggage around and learned to become um, a loner because I was carrying this pain and did not know what to do with it. And so in my teenage years, I wrestled with a lot of rebellion and, you know, suicidal thoughts and ideations and 
you know, just, I mean, just turmoil, emotional turmoil. At the time, I had no idea I was depressed. It wasn't until someone, um, through the prompting of the Holy Spirit, reached out to me and I was able to talk about it. So that was the first part of my life. And then my life took a turn when my father, who was a, a pastor in Jamaica, um, was diagnosed with cancer. And I watched him go through his cancer journey, not knowing that after he dealt with his journey and died, 20 odd years later, I was going to deal with my own cancer journey. And so ladies, this is pretty much how you and I have connected because four years ago, I dealt with leukemia and lymphoma. And from the very beginning, we were told that this was, this was, a, this was a, a terrible diagnosis because I was dealing with two, two tigers. The doctor said, this is not two cats. These are two tigers. And so I had to go through the extensive process of chemotherapy and radiation and a bone marrow transplant. Mm-hmm. But I was going through all of that. I lost my job because, you know, I was, I was teaching at the university before this happened. Um, so I, I taught undergraduate leadership classes as well as being the admissions counselor for this university. And the cancer came and disrupted all of that. So everything about my life changed with a cancer diagnosis. But as I said, I went through it, and as I as I was going through it, I realized, as I said before, I wasn't just going through this just for Shannon. This was more than a Shannon story. As I was going through the experience, the Lord said, Shannon, share. Share from your hospital room. Share in these weeks of isolation where you are, you're here by yourself, and Share. And at first, I was not pleased because I felt like I'm in my most raw, vulnerable, horrible-looking state. Because, you know, cancer has a look. You know, if you know people who've gone through cancer and really gone through cancer and chemotherapy has a look, right? Yes, it does. But God said, share. God said, share. And I had to submit to the process. Okay, God, if you have assigned me to walk this journey, give me the grace to do it, but get all kinds of glory out of this. And so I boldly shared through my social media platforms as I was going through the different parts of the journey and as I was learning about different aspects of cancer diagnosis, how it impacts family, how it impacts the caregivers, how it really impacts the person going through it. And as I shared, I realized this is God's assignment. There's a bigger purpose behind all of this. And to cut a long story short, because like I said, we don't have all day. After going through the journey, several people said, Shannon, you should write about what you went through. And I was like, I'm not writing a thing, you know. People always encourage you to write books and then they're the same ones who will hype you up, but they will never support you. So I did not want to write. However, at the beginning of January 2019, one night about one o'clock in the morning, I woke up and the Holy Spirit woke me up and said, Shannon, it's time to write. And when I tell you, ladies, I had no other choice. It was like every night, like clockwork, the Holy Spirit would wake me up, and I would, I would just start writing. And I'm te- I said, t- well, I tell you, I wrote for months and months and did research, and I was triggered and traumatized all over again because now I was feeling what I had experienced. But in writing it, it was also very therapeutic for me. And when it was all said and done, destiny in disguise was published November 2020 in the middle of a pandemic. After that, 
<laughs> you know, I, I say it as though it was it, it was no big deal, but I'm, I'm sitting here feeling emotional because on August 31st of this year will be my fourth year bone marrow transplant birthday. And when I recognize how close I came to death, I realized that God choosing to keep me alive, to share the story, to encourage others, to provide support for cancer patients and those who are going through, I realized that there's, it was all a part of God's purpose and destiny. And so one of the things that I want to just, just pause right now to just say to you and your, your listeners is that sometimes when we go through things, we have no idea that those ugly packages that our situations are wrapped up in are simply destiny in a disguise. They're simply God's way of manifesting his purpose in our lives for his good, for his glory. But sometimes they, they look like a divorce. Sometimes they look like sickness. Sometimes they look like premature death. Sometimes they look like miscarriage. Sometimes they look like losing a job and bankrupt. We go through so many things in life. And if we're not careful, we will prematurely label a situation as negative when in fact God allowed that situation because he knew that our purpose and destiny was wrapped up in that situation. And so my encouragement as I as I continue, because I did not know that after writing the book, God was going to say, now go ahead and launch your ministry. How do you write a book and launch a ministry? Out of my experience. It, your life philosophy has always been bloom where you're planted. And so after I wrote the book, he began to give me the idea to form a ministry called I Choose to Bloom. And that came out of my own life philosophy, Bloom Where You're Planted. And basically what it is, is it's, it's really four things. It's, it's a mindset that basically you can decide in a given moment that regardless of what is happening in our lives, we have a choice about how we're going to receive what is happening, how we're going to react, and how we're going to reply to a given situation. I choose to Bloom is also a movement. I call it a movement where... I have been impressed by the Lord to acknowledge, applaud, and affirm who I call brave warriors. Brave warriors are cancer patients, cancer warriors, but also people who are going through or who have gone through difficult life circumstances, but they chose to do it in a brave way. They chose to not see themselves as a victim, but chose to fight in a way that inspired others during and after the experience. I Choose to Bloom is also a ministry because what it does, it provides a platform for those kinds of survivors to share their stories, kind of like what I'm doing now. Share their stories and their testimonies of what they went through. And I do it through my social media platform. So every Wednesday um, on my I Choose to Bloom page and my personal page and my Instagram page, I share what's called warrior wednesday stories and every wednesday i feature another brave warrior whether it's a cancer survivor or someone who has gone through domestic violence we have shared so many stories i had no idea this is what god wanted to happen as a result of my experience right That's but amazing. not just that one of the things that we do as well is i get what i call floral sponsors to help me surprise people with gift baskets and floral arrangements just because whether they are battling 
um, a diagnosis or they're going through some kind of difficulty or some kind of turmoil or bereavement, once I hear about it and I feel impressed by the Lord, I get my floral sponsors together. And whether it's in Jamaica or England or Canada or wherever, I send out a surprise gift basket or a floral arrangement. And then the final thing that I choose to bloom does is it's a message. It's a message of hope and healing and health and rebirth and resilience and renewal and this is this is something that I never I never knew that God was going to take what others thought would be a death sentence and turn it into destiny. If I don't stop now, I'm going to just get up in this room and just jump and shout. <laughs> like, like you were saying, you know, we don't realize we take it as um, a down, a, a defeat when he's waiting to yes. rebirth us. He's, you yes. know, bringing that new newness out of us. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, when I look at myself in the mirror now, I am amazed. When I see my Facebook memories every morning, I, I get emotional because I remember what I've gone through to become who I am today. And so I have no other choice but to share with others to say, regardless of what you're going through right now, regardless of what you have gone through in the past, if you just give it to the Lord as an offering and say, God, use this. Use the broken parts of me. Use the things that I've gone through for your glory and for the benefit of others. He will do it. I am here to tell you, he will do it. Because that is exactly what he has done in my life. And I do not take that for granted. Amen. Amen. And you are, you yes. are a true example of a overcomer. But you are also an example of a faith walker you walked in faith the whole entire journey and you cannot make it through without faith it is true it is true because we can we can sing about faith and read about faith but it's a completely different thing to walk out your faith and nothing tests your faith as a believer and having to believe god for yourself we can come, we, you know, we can encourage others. We can quote scriptures to others. But when the situation is happening to us, that is when our faith is put to the test. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it is. yes, we have to walk out our faith. Uh, yeah. Vanessa, anything you would like to ask, Ms. Shannon? I'm just astonished because some parts of your story is similar to my story that makes me think of other ways that I can I guess yeah. try to move through it and yeah. empower others through it as well yes yeah. yeah. you know what Vanessa I hear you I, and because the, the truth is many times we remain silent mm-hmm. because the enemy makes us think that we're the only ones or you know, nobody really needs to know. We don't need to bother people or burden people with what we've gone through. But the truth is, the moment we open our mouths and we speak it, it no longer holds us hostage. And when we share, we we not only bring people who are safe and resourceful into our space to help us walk through healing, because 
healing takes place in community. You know, healing healing happens best in the space of community. So when we share, when we tell people what we've gone through or what we're going through, we, we allow people into our space to help to heal us. But not just that, it also encourages others that they too can share and get the support that they need. You know, um, sometimes I, I believe, as I think sometimes we are, we are silent about the wrong things because we have not been taught that it's okay to share in a safe space. Yes, you pray about it and you take it to the Lord, but I believe that there are certain things that we go through in life that we have to talk about it in order to heal from it. We cannot heal what we are not willing to admit. You know, we cannot overcome what we are not willing to expose. And so there is wisdom in doing that in the right places and with the right people. And I believe that God will give us wisdom to how to do that. But it is so necessary. So necessary. If I didn't open my mouth and tell people that I was going through cancer and I was sharing all the things, I would not have received the kind of support that I did. That was, that was one of the best things I gained from a cancer journey. I learned that I was loved, for real. Like, I didn't know that I was really loved. I didn't know that I was truly supported. It took a cancer journey to show me the people who were really there for me. And I needed to know that. But if I had kept silent about it, people wouldn't have known. And I would not have received the support that God intended to give me through the hands and hearts of people. Yeah. So true. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you so much. And I really um, appreciate you pouring out your story, your heart, and I pray that it touches someone that's listening. You know, it's, it's going to yeah. touch someone. Um, it's so encouraging, so motivational. To, to hear you and to be able to know that you, you survived. And you survived by God's grace and his love for us. I mean, mm-hmm. he carries us through the darkest and the worst times of our lives. And whenever we lean and depend on him and realize we can't make it through this journey without him. It just, it means mm-hmm. so much to have him and to mm-hmm. know him. And that's, that's the main thing, to know him. Miss Shannon, if you will, take us out in prayer. Yes, right now I feel impressed to pray for brave warriors. I feel impressed to pray for, for, for listeners who are going through their own traumas, their own turmoil their own troubles, but they're having to get up every day and put on a brave face. And people don't realize how much it's weighing on them, the toll that it's taking. Because many times we are not taught how to how to reveal that. So right now, my prayer is going to be God, Father God, we thank you for every person who will listen to this podcast. We thank you, Lord, for Yolanda and Vanessa who have obeyed your calling to create this platform, to create this space for others to listen. I pray, God, for everyone who will hear this message, that you will remind them of who they are in you, that you will remind them, God, that they are bold in you, that in their weakness, you are strong.
strong. I pray, God, that you will stir up the things on the inside that have gone dormant. Father God, I pray for renewed strength and courage and faith and resilience and tenacity that whatever these listeners are going through, that you'll remind them that their boldness is in you and they can overcome anything as long as you carry them through and they give you permission to do so. God, this world is going through turmoil right now. Our world is aching, but we know, God, that you are the bomb in Gilead. We know, God, that you know how to come in and minister to each of us individually. So I pray, Lord, that you will, you will minister to every person's hearing, that you will speak to them exactly where they're at and whatever they need that you will deliver. Father God, I pray that you will wrap your arms around people who are hurting, people who are grieving, people who are doing without, people who are feeling angry and hurt because of what is happening or what has happened. I pray, God, that your Holy Spirit will minister in ways that there will be testimonies as a result of this podcast episode. Lord, I commit Vanessa and Yolanda to you, and I pray that you will continue to have your way in their lives. And we give you honor and glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Ms. Shannon, can you please um, say the name of your book again for our listeners? Yes. So the, the book is called Destiny in Disguise, Lessons and Blessings in a Cancer Journey. And it's available on Amazon. Barnes and Noble and on my website, I choose to bloom.com. And you can't miss it. I am on the front of the book with my hands raised up in the air in a victory pose. <laughs> because truly, my life and this experience has been nothing but destiny in disguise. Thank you. We'll make sure that our listeners get all your information as well as the um, locations where they can purchase your book, okay? Yes, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate you both. Oh, we appreciate you. It's been your story. Thank you. And for our listeners, if you have any questions or suggestions, please contact us on our many social media webpages. Please don't forget to subscribe to our channel. And on behalf of our podcast, our sponsors, and our partners, we want to thank you for listening. And have a great night.